Discovering who we really are is part of this great adventure called life. That is such a great quote. Welcome to HEAL, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of HEAL. Today we have Missy Campbell, who is a certified human design reader, as well as an online business strategist. I'm excited to hear her story and learn more about human design. Welcome, Missy. Thank you, Elizabeth. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Of course, I'm excited to hear your story. And like I said, I'm really intrigued by... um, the human design reader title that you have. And I just want to let the listeners know that Britt could not make it to this recording. So we are missing her one more time. Makes me sad, but we have Missy. So (laughs) it's better be good, Missy. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It will be. We'll just let her heal and then she'll be back when she's ready. (laughs) That's right. Thank you. Thank you. I do tease her a lot for being absent um, and she takes it very well. So thank you again for coming on. I love to hear your story. Like I say to almost every guest, you didn't wake up at five years old and and answer your teacher when she asked you, what did you want to be when you grow up? And you said, human design reader. (laughs) So tell me, tell me your story. Begin as early as you'd like. And I can't wait to hear. Yeah, I think, like you said, we don't just wake up when we're five and know what we want to be. And I still, my sister and I, we talk on the phone all the time and I said, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. She's like, I don't either. either. And (laughs) I just, I see everything as an evolution. And so I am not married to any definition of where any of us are going or what our role or job or anything is. I think that we can just allow ourselves to evolve. Uh And, you know, that's so much of what human design is. It's just a lifelong process of us really getting to know who we are and learning how to make decisions from the correct place for each of us. So there, there are billions of different human designs. So it's not like a personality test where there are six or 12 different ones. There are billions of different human designs. Almost every single person has a different one. They're very fingerprint, almost like a fingerprint. There are Mm -hmm. very few people who have would have every single thing the same, not even identical twins because they would be born at different minutes. Right, um, right. They would have a slightly different human design. So yes, there are billions of different ones and it really teaches us the deep place to make decisions from, how yep. to move through the world, how we're supposed to show up in the world. And it's not a definition of who we are or who we have to be or any box we have to fit ourselves in. It's more of a journey that we go through for our entire life and we get to learn for our entire life who we came here to be so we you know we may not even find out at the end exactly what that is we may not even get that far but um it's just that journey and I love it I I feel like everything comes into our space for a reason and it just kept chasing me down that's all I can say about human design (laughs) 
<laughs> well, usually that happens. I mean, you see, you see something, let's pretend social media, you see something that comes across your timeline. You're like, what is that? I, what, that came just at the right time. You know, I always say Reiki and meditation came to me exactly when they were supposed to, and it was just at the right time. And at the same time, um, so I believe that those things happen. So bring us all the way back to when you were a little bit younger, when you were a kid, where, where did you have any goals and dreams and aspirations about helping others or learning more about yeah. people or not so much? <laughs> yes. The only two, I would say career paths that I ever like very clearly envisioned and spoke out loud to people and pursued were, I'll, I'll go in order. So the first one would be when I was 12 years old, I wanted to be a dance teacher. I, I always danced since I was three and I actually continued to dance and teach into adulthood. Um, and I wanted to be a dance teacher. And I very clearly said, and I want to have a dance school in my house. Oh, and I actually did that. Nice. <laughs> so I did that for five years and I loved it. My husband was in the army, so we were moving all over the place. So we would buy a house with a big, you know, open floor plan. We move all of our furniture and we always would get one with a tile floor so we could tap dance on it. And we nice. would invite, and I always would have like 10 or 12 students who would sign up each, each term. And I really enjoy, and I have two daughters too. So they were able to, to get lessons too. So that was one thing that I absolutely wanted to do. And then the other thing was in high school, I wanted to be a midwife. And oh, so wow. Yep. Yeah. So I also pursued that. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I went to the farm in Tennessee yeah. and did midwife assistant training with Ina Mae Gaskin, the author of Spiritual Midwifery. So I went for um, all three of her midwife assistant training um, sessions. And then I also became a certified doula in college. Um, so those, I was kind of on that path and I was also taking all my prerequisites to get a master's in midwifery. Um, so that was the path that I was on. Well, what, ca what caused that? Like, how do you know, what, what, ha <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. How yeah. does one want to be a midwife? <laughs> yeah. So when I was in 10th grade, I, I don't know. I, I think again, like these things just come to us and we don't really know why it's yeah. calling to us and why it right. keeps coming in our path. So um, I just, I already was getting interested in it in about 10th grade yeah. and my mom was pregnant yeah. and she um, was going to have a home birth. We had a midwife and it was going to be a home birth. And so she called the school when she, when she knew she was in labor and had me come home and be with her. And of course that like sealed the deal. I'm like, okay, here I go. That's crazy. I'm trying to think back when I was in 10th grade and that was not something on my radar at all. So it's so interesting to me that you would have that thought and that feeling so young. Yeah. And so I just was in love with that. And as I was going through college, I was taking the prerequisites for the master's in midwifery yeah. and all of that and just getting myself ready, you know, doing doula training, like anything that I could do to just learn and hands on. And after college, I actually, my husband was in college one semester longer than me. And so I went and uh, became a midwife assistant for Amish. He, we live in Pennsylvania and yeah. I love around here. So um, I became a midwife assistant to a couple of midwives uh, who did home births for Amish and 
Um, I really love that. And then I got married and I, I thought it was still going to be a midwife. That was still the plan. Yeah. And then all I wanted to do was have babies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was actually what I wanted to do. Um, and I got really interested in Montessori and Waldorf um, during that time. And so that was another path. Maybe I'll become a Montessori teacher. You know, you should. I, teaching is like the most rewarding experience. The actual teaching part, not the all, all the other crap that goes with it, but you know, exactly. like the connecting yeah. with the kids and really, yeah. And families, I, yeah. yeah. It is so important. And I will say, you know, going back to my childhood, I lived in this tiny, tiny town. Um, we lived on Main Street in the town. I walked to school. Everybody in town drove by my house every day. I just had so many role models. And I still, to this day, my second grade teacher is yeah. one of my very best friends in the entire world. And she That's sends so all of my kids presents for their birthday and Christmas. Oh. And, and that to me was so, I still like people from my church and from my school. And I just, you know, I still, to this day, those teachers are like parents to me. Yeah. And well, community is really important. And I feel like, yeah. I know we've all been through hell the last couple of years, but I feel like at some point we've lost a bit of that feeling of community. I know, I, I think we're all starting to try to get back to it, but it's slow going, you know? It is so, um, yeah, it's so important to feel that connection. Um, yeah. And in my dance time, during my dance training, I came across yoga in college. I went to this intensive, like six week dance training, um, with a ton of top dancers from all over the world. And one of the classes you could sign up for was yoga. And I'd never taken yoga before. I was probably 18 or 19 years old. Wow. And I loved it so, so much. And it opened up a whole new world for me. And I, let's see, my daughter's 19. I've practiced yoga every single day. Never miss a day for 19 years. Good for you. Never missed a day. My husband's like, we're moving today, please. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Can't practice. Well, you know, there's so many benefits to um, practicing yoga. I mean, yeah. that's, I'm like Captain Obvious over here, but just, the, <laughs> just, but people, some people don't believe that there are, but there are so many benefits. I, I'm a big mindful meditation person and I've been meditating since I was, uh, since 2015, because like I said, it all came together at the same time um, yeah. during my teacher training. Not uh, public school teacher training. My meditation teacher training is when I started, and um, and I have to every day. If I don't, the, oh boy, <laughs> you know, know. Like I think I feel so strongly um, about you know, like the food we eat is really important, um, and that to me is like the body part of being healthy, and the exercise is more like the spiritual, mental part, in my opinion. Like it clears my mind and it makes me feel creative and it yeah like to me I don't exercise or do yoga for to to build muscle or anything like that to me like I eat well to keep my body healthy and then yes. there's like the exercise is more like the next level spiritual that's right well you're getting your energy that. flowing and it's helping yeah. you to become more creative and more compassionate yeah. and more loving and more organized and more everything yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, so then I went on to have four babies at home. Wow. <laughs> they're, they're kind of grown up now. They're 19, 
17, 13, and 11. And they were all, yeah, home births. And my husband delivered them all. We did unassisted. Um, and I don't know how, I didn't even have to convince him. He just trusted me. With my <laughs> oh my God. So I just, I, when I got pregnant, I said, I, I just feel like I want it to be the two of us. I don't yep. want anyone else there. And he said, okay. Uh, I was like, oh, who's this person? <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I don't know anybody who's been like, who's done that without assistance, without either a midwife or a doula at home. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just the two of us and it was really wonderful. All of them. I mean, my mom has had many, 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 many babies. I mean, I was 14 when she had my little brother. So there were many in between us too. Um, and so I, I mean, I assumed that because she was very fertile and she had easy labor, <laughs> that I would probably be the same, which thankfully turned out. Oh, thank out goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and that led me on the path of yes, Montessori and Waldorf and also, you know, in the food space. So I became a Weston price leader and got all into traditional foods and fermentation. And I'm a huge fermenter. I mean, we still, we make six gallons of kombucha a week. <laughs> oh my gosh. I get, I need lessons from you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so all of that led me into uh, wanting to share these things that I knew. And so I started a blog about natural living and fermenting and all of that. So that is actually my website is Taste of Simple. And that is what it's still called. And it started out as a natural living and fermentation blog. And it has actually evolved into an online business strategy. <laughs> So tell me the name of it again. What is it called? It's called tasteofsimple.com. Taste of Simple? Yep. That was the original name when I first started in 2015. Yeah. In 2015, that was the original name. And I just, have, I'm like, it's fine. Nobody cares that that's the name of my website. Um, and I, so as I was doing that, I, you know, I was kind of piecing together how to run a business and I did create an online course about natural hair care. Um, and I started signing up for some online programs to kind of, I, I felt like I'd reached a point where the free stuff that I had consumed and I implemented everything I learned, I needed something more. And so I started signing up for some paid business training. Yeah. And during that time, I started connecting with people more in the online business space. And that's where people were like, well, how did you grow your Instagram? And I don't understand Pinterest. And I was like, oh, well, that's easy. I'll show you how. So that's how you got into that. <laughs> so that evolved. Yeah. Just going to live events. Um, uh, you know, like I would sign up for a course and there would be some live event component to it. And going to those, the person next to me would start asking me about how I grew my Instagram and yeah. how, all, you know, just all different sorts of stuff. And I, I do have like, I, I have like my minor was in studio art, so I am very creative. And so I always, I just like graphic design came very naturally to me, even though I'd never done it before. Yeah. Uh, and so I, you know, would, I built all my own websites and did all my own graphics and logos. And I just enjoyed all, you know, all the pieces of it. So the creative part of it. Yeah. It's yeah, so also who you are. Yeah. So How did you do all of that? <laughs> so if people go to that website right now. What would they encounter? They would see that I offer online business services. 
Can they go um, back and find some of your natural living? I, I believe they're there. There's not a link on the navigation, but there is a blog component to my website and I have transferred all of my, like how to make kombucha and sourdough bread and all of that stuff. Yeah. I have um, some friends who might want to see that. So if they go to your website, they might be able to see, I'd love that. Yeah. It's a little yeah. bit hidden. I'm trying to think, I, I know it's not in the main navigation just because I try to keep it like, well, it's it not what you're doing right now. It's not your big focus. So that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and during, um, when I was doing the natural living piece of, you know, when I was building that business, I was doing a lot of freelance writing and photography. So everything again, it was just self-taught, you know? Um, so I started writing articles and developing recipes for Taproot magazine, um, for Maine. I love them. And yeah. then, um, and then also Creative Countryside, which is a, a magazine in the UK. And they're both very similar. There are no ads, very artistic, very specific audience. And I enjoyed, I wrote for them for a couple of years. Nice. Um, and then I just got really into the online, just enjoying the marketing and all of that. So right. I evolved into that. And then I'm a Leo in astrology. So I've, I'm like a very, you know, like I kind of, I like being in the front. Um, but I'm also a rising Aquarius. So then I have a little bit of that woo stuff. So I'd started attracting a lot of more spiritual yoga teachers. I naturally was just attracting those people to my Your marketing. Your vibe system. is that of a yoga teacher, I have yeah. to say. So those were the people who were coming Not a business strategist. <laughs> like, or maybe a yoga teacher business strategist. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So those were the people that were coming to me, psychics, yoga teachers, um, and so I just, I was like, oh, that's interesting. The people that get, who are attracted to you, no matter what your website looks like, and no matter what you say, those people find you. Um, and I just had gotten, it became a full-time business really quickly. The day I decided to switch to business strategy, I got my first client the same day. And then I got a really big client within a few weeks. And then um, it grew to full-time really quickly, like within nice. six months, it was, it was a full-time business. Um, yeah. So it's been amazing. And then I just was feeling like my world was becoming very logical and yeah. planned and it like the creative piece. I just didn't have time to spend hours like fiddling around with websites, which I love doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would do graphics for, um, for clients, but I just didn't have a lot of time to, for this creative pocket that I wanted. And, and human design kept, again, kept finding me yeah. <laughs> during this time. And I'm like, I would love to incorporate some more flow and, you know, some spirituality into my business and use it as, have it be something that I can use with my clients to help yeah. them run their business in a way that energetically feels really good. And yeah. it just, like, it kept like, you know, like you're scrolling and it's there and then you're like, what is this? And then you look it up. You're like, oh, that's weird. I'm not looking at that. And then it pops up again and you're like, oh, and then one of your friends starts talking about it yep. and you're like, okay. <laughs> so, so I went ahead and did an assessment and then I couldn't believe how accurate it was. And then I signed up for a reading with somebody and then I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And I had her do my husband's chart too. And it was amazing. Yeah. And, 
And so then immediately within like six weeks, I signed up for a certification program. Yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, here I go. Um, and it's really helped me to, I think, mostly shed the things, you know, like in business strategy, we hear all the time, like you have to do this and you have to follow this strategy and do it step by step. But it allowed me to just be able to filter really quickly um, and just let go of things that I knew were not meant for me. And, right. and just, and I knew it already in my gut, but it was a lot quicker. I could filter through it a lot quicker. And, yeah. you know, intuitively I was definitely like that before I got into online business strategy. Cause I wasn't as my calendar wasn't as full. I had more creative time. I was probably more in tune. Yeah. And then as I got my, as I got really busy and I wanted, to, you know, to, I had like things to follow and things I had to get done, you know, some of that floated away. Yeah. And well, you so get bogged down energetically and it's becomes heavy and you can't, yeah, you get lost in that sometimes. Yeah. So it, it really allowed me to bring back, um, just like a, a deep sense of who I am and bringing that to my work. And then because I'm attracting people who are usually interested in that, if they know they do that, they'll at least ask me about it. If not want to incorporate it into their business or, mm-hmm. you know, do a reading or something like that. So yeah, it's been, it's been really powerful. Do you know your human design? No. <laughs> you looked it up. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's an amazing tool and it's, so it's based on astrology, yeah. the chakra system, Kabbalah and I Ching. Oh my gosh. I, this is so interesting. All right, listen, since we're about to enter into the human design world, um, <laughs> why don't we take a really quick break? And when we come back, we'll talk about what it is and how you can use it to help people. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds perfect. All right. We'll be back in just a second. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And we're back with Missy Campbell, who is a certified human design reader and an online business strategist. We were just about to start to talk about the human design reader part of who you are, and I can't wait to hear more about it. So it came to you, um, well, hit you over the head a few times before you jumped. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it and did. then you finally jumped, and then you took a course, and you, well, you had a reading, and you were amazed, and then you took a course. So tell us a little bit about human design, and yeah. how you help people by doing doing readings, human design reading for them, and what what does that entail? Tell us everything about it. Yeah, most people who are, you know, looking for a human design reading, they. They either want to understand themselves better. They want to understand a relationship better because human design is all about energetics. So if you can know yours and someone else's, it can really help you to understand them um, or to help them run their business from a place that energetically feels really good. So those are the people who tend to uh, be looking for it. And 
I love it in parenting too. And I've actually spoken specifically on that before. It's like I said, I have four kids and it's been so helpful to know their design and to support them, you know, in a different, each of them in a different way, knowing, you know, because there's like open energetics, we have defined and we have undefined energy centers, you know, it's similar to the chakra system in that way, Mm -hmm. but design has two more energy centers than, um, than the traditional chakra system. And so the undefined areas, you know, it's a place where if you have a child with a lot of undefined energy centers, um, then they can be very easily conditioned. They're very much like seeking approval. They can be the people who fall into the people pleasing space. Very yeah. easily. And yeah. so if we can know that and be really careful about, you know, support them because the re- the reason they're opened is it keeps them. They're very open people. They're very receptive and open to all sorts of ideas and ways of living. And they're, they're receptive to learning so much. I have almost all defined centers. So it's like, I came here knowing what I came here to do and that's what I'm here to do. And yeah. don't tell me anything else. Yep. <laughs> and then I have a son who only has two defined centers and then has all of the rest undefined. And his are actually the, the exact opposite of mine. So the two I have undefined are the two he has defined. And then all of the ones I have defined. What do you undefined. think about that? We're literally like, we're like a magnet to each other. It's like, we are like, we complete each other. It's really interesting. I would love to know what my partner's um, human design is versus mine, because I always say that he um, has the one side of the brain and I have the other side of the brain. We literally think completely differently. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I have, I love doing couples. I've done readings with couples and like, I've done it with a woman and then she's like, Oh my gosh, can we pull up? Can we do another one? And we'll pull up his chart and then I'll come to, and we'll all, all three of us. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Thing. It's, it's so good because in human design, there's, there's gates and channels. Um, so this is, this is all based on the I Ching and if you have a gate and someone else has the opposing gate, which would complete a channel, like you could have a complete channel on your own, but you can also just have a hanging gate. And then people, you know, who have the opposite gate, there's two gates in every channel. That's an electromagnetic connection. So it's really interesting because I had a reading with a lady and she kept bringing up money. She kept talking about money and I looked at her chart And I said, you have, I think she had gate 21 and she was really looking for like a business partner or a collaborator or something like she was looking for some, somebody to work with and, you know, more of a one, more than one time. And I said, well, maybe you could just write down six names of people, you know, who you would enjoy working with Mm -hmm. and look up their human design chart and see if they have, if any of them have gate 45. And that would complete her channel of money, which was just this thing she kept bringing up. And it seemed like it was a concern and something that she couldn't complete on her own. And she needed this other energy. Mm -hmm. And so she did. And she was the one who scheduled the reading with her partner on the next call. Her partner had the gate. 45. And so they completed that channel together and, um, but she just wasn't aware. And so really human design is a self-awareness tool. It just, it's the things that we intuitively feel and we're seeking and looking for. 
And then we can just be like, we can give ourselves permission to be like, okay, it makes total sense. Now I, now I see. And it allows us to, like I said earlier, just let go of everything that's not meant for us. It, it's yeah. just not how we process stuff. It's not how we do things. It makes and you more aware of how you do all of those things. So you can let that stuff go a little bit easier. How do you yeah. get somebody's chart? Is it simply birth date and time? Yeah, it is. So the same information you need for an astrology chart. Um, mm-hmm. It's the same. And human design was channeled by a man, Ra Uruhu, in actually in the 80s, in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. He is he's passed. Um, but it's, it's amazing. I have a friend who's an astrologer and she's been an astrologer for over 20 years and she's like kind of like a a business accountability partner to me. And she's also a numerologist and she, um, I did a reading for her and she couldn't believe how much it incorporates and how it could possibly bring all four of these things together and not lose anything of any of them. Like she was like, she's like, this is so applicable to real life in a way yes. that astrology is really hard for most people to understand how to apply it to their daily life, to their relationships, to their business. And so she, yeah, she was like, oh my gosh, when I, she'll ask me questions about hers, she'll like message me once in a while. And I tell her, she's like, oh my gosh. (laughs) It sounds amazing. And I almost feel like everybody should get a reading so they know. I I mean, it's something for everybody. I think so too. And even people who don't, aren't, you know, who aren't into astrology or any of that stuff, it's still applicable. Like it is wildly accurate. It's crazy how, um, you know, because we're all energetically unique in the way that we are meant to make decisions. That is a huge part of human design. We all have, there are four different ways of making decisions. And so, um, you know, how we are meant to do it. And if, when we do it that way, there's no, there's no, did I make the right decision or not make the right decision? We just did it the way we're meant to do it. And the whole process feels perfect. And when we come to the end, we know that it's correct. Um, and some people are meant to make a decision in the moment. That's a sacral response. So you are meant to, when you hear about an opportunity, anything, the tiniest thing, you just have this gut response and that's the correct answer. If you have a sacral authority, that is the correct answer. You don't have to think about it for another second. That gut response is- I wonder, like, because I typically, I always say I make those kinds of decisions. They're emotional and they're instant. And Mike yeah. is like, um, let me analyze every single situation. I'm just I, like, wonder, <laughs> I wonder if he's an emotional authority. So I'm an emotional authority. Um, an emotional authority is built on the sacral response. So we do have that defined sacral, but then we also have this layer of emotion over top of it. So we are, we have that gut response, just like you do, if you have a sacral, uh, sacral authority, but with the emotional authority, you're meant to sleep on things. So you have that gut response you wait. So you never commit to anything right away. Even if someone's like, Hey, do you want to go to the movies this weekend? You can say, I'll let you know tomorrow. Yeah. Or um, what, movie not- do you want to, what movie do you want to see? I don't care. What do you want to see? I don't care. Oh. So I'm always making the decisions because he says that he's letting me, <laughs> he says, well, I just want you to be happy. I'm like, yeah, but you have to make a decision one of these days. Yeah. And, and just be me all the time. <laughs> uh-huh. There are, there are four main types in human design 
And I'm wondering with you saying that, so generators and manifesting generators don't, um, we like yes or no questions. I'm a manifesting generator. We like yes or no questions. Don't ask me which one out of all of them. Ask me which one out of two. If you really, if you really want me, to I have to get, I have to get my, I have to get read. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. I have to hire you. I, I don't really care about his human design. I want to know about mine. <laughs> yeah. I love, I, of course, I know the most about mine, but I, it really has helped me with my husband because sometimes I do, when I've done couple readings, some people are very compatible energetically and some people aren't. My husband and I are not very energetically compatible and it's clear on our human design charts that and it's true. Like we're both very strongly opinionated. We were, we're like equally stubborn and, you know, like it shows in our charts that we are not going to just get along 24 yeah. seven and this couple I did a reading for, and they had more compatibility than I've ever seen in two charts in my life. And I was like, what's your daily life like? But when we, right, when we started and they're like, why? And I'm like, just, what's it like day to day? Do you, do you get along really well? Do you ever disagree? And they're like, no, it's just really easy. We just we talk and it's just like flows. And yeah, I'm like, that's really interesting. Cause that's not how my life is. Wow. <laughs> it just really, yeah. Some, just some people, so there's compatibility within, within charts where you just it's where you have the exact same gates or channels as somebody else. And there's just yeah. energetically so much similar. I mean, they're always going to be differences, but the energy is just flows so easily when it's like that. And not a lot of people have that. I'm sure most couples do not have <laughs> much compatibility at all. Yeah. I, it's um, so funny. Cause I feel like he and I are so different, but that's what makes us compatible. Like Exactly. Once we've understood each other's differences from each other, yeah, and that did not sound grammatically correct, but once we understood that we are completely opposite, yeah. it's just hilarious now when we do the most, like we, I said this on another podcast, so whoever's listening, sorry that you have to hear it again, but it's important <laughs> to say it again. Yeah, I will get out of the, this, we'll go grocery shopping, which I rarely do. He's the one who likes to do that. But if I do join him, I get out of the passenger side. He gets out of the driver's side. He goes this way, which is forward, and I'll go back. And he's like, where on earth are you going? And I'm like, well, where are you going? I'm just doing the most common sense, like safe, go behind the car, you know, path. And he's like, but this is more direct. And then the store's right there. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> this is the way I go. And that's the way you go. And it's always, it's always been that way. Always. That's and I've been with him for almost... 29 years in a week. Oh my gosh. You know, in one week, it'll be 29 years. So, I mean, yeah, we've lasted a long time being opposites, but it probably took a good 10 to 15 years into the relationship to be like, oh my God, we are completely opposite. Where you fully appreciate each other for the way that you are without wanting it to be any different. I think that's the biggest thing is it was hard when I first looked at my husband's human design chart, I was like, oh my gosh. Like I felt, <laughs> it looked like the most difficult thing for me to untangle in my level of understanding of a human. It's like the yeah. opposite of what I'm able to comprehend in a human. 
and he's all yours. (laughs) And I was like, this makes a lot of sense. Why, why we've had a hard time understanding each other. And so, I mean, we communicate really well. We've always been good communicators, but still there's just a lot of, I don't like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you do it that way? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So it's really, it is really helpful in relationships and extremely helpful in parenting. Oh my gosh. That to me is the biggest, the biggest thing Benefit of the yeah. of understanding it. So yeah. like you said, you just need a birth date and the time of birth and your location of birth, really your time zone that you were. So just so it has the correct time, um, in your hemisphere. So it knows what hemisphere you're in and what time exactly where you were. Um, what if someone to- doesn't have the time of birth? Yeah. So you can try to uncover that. Um, you can try to call the hospital and see. So it's important. What you're saying is it's really important that we have all of that information. It is. Yeah. Yeah. To know the exact time it's, it's crucial, but sometimes with depending on, depending on things, because there are wide spaces in the cosmos where there's little change. And so if you fall within that window, it, it won't make it, it will hardly make any difference at all. It might make a tiny difference with a gate or something, yeah. but it hardly makes any difference at all. And then sometimes you could switch AM and PM and you could be a totally different type. Oh my. And that's like the whole lens of all, I mean, the human design chart is very elaborate. There's, there's many, many layers to it. And so uh, it just depends what I say. If you don't know what I recommend first, yeah. Call the hospital, look on your birth certificate. It might be yeah. on there. I think mine is for sure. I'm not sure about mine. Yeah. And, I, and I, I vaguely remember the time my daughter was born. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I was there. Right. I asked, I, I only had one. You had four to remember. <laughs> We, and I'm not sure we have the, we don't have the exact minute with our kids because we were the only two there attending. And that was the least of our concerns. Is, <laughs> is what time is it quick? Um, no, we didn't, we didn't do that. Um, but yeah, if you don't know your exact time of birth, what I recommend is go through the entire day, every hour and just pull up the charts and see what, if there's any difference. If there's no difference, doesn't matter what time it was. You can yeah. just use any of those charts. Um, and if there is, if it, you're like a manifester in one and a projector in the other, then um, I would like just pursue your time as much yeah. as possible. There are actually astrologers who can, um, by talking to you, can find your time. It's interesting because... Um, there, like I, I had my time wrong the first time I looked up my chart and it was like feeling a little off. Oh, good. And, so you knew that it was. Yeah. Was and I did a not, reading, yeah. I did a reading and I had read the correct time to her, but I had accidentally still had my old, I had my, my old chart on my computer. And so I pulled that one up without realizing that I had the new one. And so the whole reading, I like had my old chart there, which there was just a little bit of a difference, but one of the things is huge. The profile is huge. And that was different. It said my original, what I thought was my time was three, five. My profile was three, five. And my real profile is four, six, totally different. Yeah. Totally. And so when I did my reading, I said, she started talking about my profile and she, but she didn't say the number she was just describing. I'm like, well, that's not what my chart says. And, 
And she's like, oh, what are you looking at? And I told her it said three, five. She's like, there's no way you're a three, five. Yeah. And so that's where like an astrologer, um, you know, if they ask you like, what was your childhood? Like, tell me 10 experiences you had up until the age of 18, they'll pretty much be able to guess your profile. Um, and I get, yeah any politician, you can almost guess their profile. I mean, anyone in the public space, you can tell because it's really the, it's the energy. It's like your place on the stage of the world. And so it's really obvious. Um, you know, if you've had a really difficult childhood, it's like you lived an entire lifetime in the first up to your Saturn return, then there's a good chance you are a three or you're, you have a three in your profile. Um, you just, you're here to like bump into life, learn a ton of stuff, have a ton of stuff to teach people really early on in life. Like most people will never have those experiences in an entire lifetime and years are like condensed in 28 years. Yeah. Um, so that she's like, there's no way that's you. I'm like, no, no. there's not. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting because my brother and I, he's two years older than me, you know, almost identical upbringing, same friends in school you know, like always we're together. He does have a three in his profile and his perception of our childhood has, he has a three and it's like, he perceives it as so difficult and I, and I don't perceive it that way at all. And yeah, it was the exact same experience with the exact same people. Right. Um, That's very, well, that's, that's life. Yeah, it's the way that you perceive it. And yeah, so, I'm the youngest of eight. Crazy. And I know my sister, right, right, the one who's three years older than me, definitely has a different perception of um, our mother. So yes. just three years later, it was completely different when I was born. So uh-huh, that's the same with us. I know. Yeah. And so, you know, I think if we can to me, again, it's nothing to believe in. You don't have to believe, you literally don't have to believe anything. You can take or leave as much of it as you want. To me, it's more of self-awareness and it's allowing to let go of things and, and letting go for other people too. It's like your expectations of other people. You can say that that's not realistic for them. They're never that's not me deciding what they should be is not appropriate. That's right. Right. And that, and what I think they should be, they're not even the right person for that thing. It would have to be somebody else. And so I think that is the biggest thing, um, you know, in relationships and with kids for sure. Yeah. Yeah. As parents, allowing allowing them to, to be exactly as they are. And being really careful. Um, if you, if you do have a lot of defined energy centers, so there are nine energy centers similar to the chakras. And then you have two on the side, you've got splenic, and then you've got your emotional, um, energy center. So those are the two that are different from the, the regular chakra system. If when they're defined, they're colored in the color doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. It's just like the, what was channeled at the time. It doesn't, there's no different colors. Um, each one is colored in a different color, but the color doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's just, if it's colored in, it's defined. And if you, if you have a lot of defined centers and someone you're in a close relationship with has a lot of undefined centers, you have the ability to condition that person. They will try to please you. And it's, you have to be really careful as the person with those defined energy centers to use that in the right way, right. especially right. in a 
authority type position, like a parent yes. yeah. or yep. in a relationship. Like, you know, I've done readings with women who have not only undefined hearts, but open, but open means it's not, it's not colored in and there are no gates. It's, you have a completely open heart in other words. Yeah. So it reminds me of boundaries. So you may or yes. may not let people walk all over you with an open heart like that. Exactly. And those people, it's interesting, they tend to have a past of narcissistic relationships. Um, Being in a relationship with a narcissist. Yeah, they tend to attract that kind of person because that person senses that openness and they're magnetized to it. And not without fail, those people have very defined hearts. Yep. <laughs> and they, oh, they sure do. They want to lay their, their power on other people. Okay. So this um, sounds like something that I would love to learn about. It's so interesting. And I the way it. that you're describing it reminds me, like you said, there are energy centers. I completely understand that. That's yeah. like speaking my language. And um, I feel like it's such a great opportunity if I'm thinking business-wise, to add to my little repertoire of things that I do. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. (laughs) I love learning new things. People love it and it is becoming really popular, Um, you know, which is is great. I think it's it's a tool. Again, like I I think we can use lots of tools. I'm not the kind of person's like, this is the only way. You know, I love astrology. I love tarot. I'm actually a very like, in my human design, there are four arrows next to your head. And if they're left facing, that is more masculine, more structured, logical. Like you're yeah. saying, your partner's like straight line to the door. Yes. <laughs> more then, ways, in more ways than one. Yeah. And then there's when the arrows are right facing, that's more feminine, flowy energy. And each arrow can face either way. So you have four opportunities for masculine or feminine and minor feeling that minor all different ways yes most yeah most people very I actually have only ever seen two charts that are all one or the other and my mine is one of them so I'm actually all masculine wow Um, so I'm like a very structured logical kind of person and yeah and it's interesting because I you know human design has like allowed me to kind of move into this place where I can kind of let go of some of that. So it's not like all masculine energy because there's yeah. definitely other things in my chart that are very flowy and creative. Yeah. Um, well, you're like a very have, creative person. So there yeah. has to be. Yeah. Yeah. But I have that. And so knowing that is a really important piece. My daughter, she, she has all, um, all right facing all feminine. She's hers is the only chart I've ever seen all four that way. And mine's the only chart I've ever seen all four left. Um, so that's another thing, like allowing people to work through their processes in that more, you know, a feminine flowy way is like out of order, whatever feels good. It doesn't logically make linear sense. And so if we can allow those people, if we give them a list of things to do and tell them to do in that order, they probably cannot actually physically in this plane (laughs) do that. It's not even possible for them. That's wild. I'm not that way. I think I'm very logical. So yeah. Yeah. You can follow those steps. Yeah. Yeah. He might be logical too, but I'm very, I'm very much so I'm very pragmatic. Like I need to, yeah. 
I bet you have that too. Do you know in astrology, do you have a lot of, do you have Virgo in your chart? I'm a Sagittarius and I don't know anything else. I think oh, my okay. daughter, I think I did my moon, my chart once astrology uh-huh. chart. And um, my daughter understood it more than I did. I have no idea. She told me, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. There's so. so much. It's so elaborate. I'm just like, there's this, like, this is a lifelong thing where we can never, ever get to the end. Wasn't that <laughs> fabulous? I love those kinds of things. Just keep it learning. Is. Just keep going. Yes. Okay. So if someone wants to get their um, human design chart read um, by you, do they go to your website? Yeah, if they go to my website, it is right on my homepage. That is very obvious that I offer Mm -hmm. human design readings and there's a place to schedule or there's also a contact form for people to ask me questions. Um, Yeah, so that is on there. We have to get some people to get those readings. I'm I'm contemplating getting my daughter's done for her birthday. She'll be 30. Oh my God. I know. That's amazing. amazing. My daughter. I have an adult child baby. I don't, I don't know how that happened. I know. I know. Whenever my daughter comes home from college, I'm like, my big baby's coming home. I call her my baby bird. She's baby bird. Um, I love it. <laughs> she's great. So, okay. So if you want to get, if this human design sounds really interesting to you now, I'm all already thinking in my head, you know, if you work, if you have people who work for you yeah, and you need to understand them, that's a great yeah. way to um, understand them a little bit deeper. If you work in partnerships and collaborate with other professionals, I think this is such great information to have. You know, you said earlier, it's not a personality uh, test, but think about the ways, uh, businesses use traditional personality tests. Mm -hmm. This sounds like something a little bit deeper and more meaningful than that. Yeah, It's Um, very energetic. It's like not something that we can comprehend in our brains. It's just literally how we approach things and how I think it's fabulous. Again, you're speaking my energy language. I love it. Um, So anyways, if you're someone who is interested in hiring Missy for this service, you can go right to her website tasteofsimple.com, which will also be in the podcast notes. Um, and you can book right there. I think everyone should just go book. <laughs> go, 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 go. It's so fun. It's such magic. And I've never, I've worked with a lot of like brand, brand new people who are just like, they barely heard about human design and they're just really intrigued. And yeah, I've never had anyone not be totally wowed. Never. And like, yeah, well, it's about them. So we like learning more about ourselves. Yeah. I like learning about myself. You know, I love learning things like this because through meditation and Reiki, I have learned a lot about why I do the things that I do, why I respond and or react in a way. And, and I do know that when I react, um, wrongly that I need to dig deep. Like if something feels like a trigger and I'm not happy, I need to dig deep and figure that out. I know that all about myself, but perhaps learning more about the, my human design chart, um, there might be some things that I, like you said, I might just be able to let go of and not even have a reaction at all. Yeah. I think, you know, especially, yeah, I think in Reiki and I've had, I've had Reiki quite a few times, I think important, you know, in any healing space where you're, you're the healer, I think it's really important to know, you know, your energy centers, whether they're defined or undefined so that you can have the correct boundaries up. And I'm sure 
I imagine if you looked at your chart, you'd be like, oh yeah, of course. I already knew that. I'm like kind of are, afraid, but I'm really interested because it's important yeah. to know. Yeah. I bet you know where you've had to put up boundaries around, you know, certain energies and things yeah. like that and places that, you know, like some places you're like, oh yeah, that's easy. I don't have any issues with that. And some places you're like, you know, I have to know exactly where that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I imagine you would look at it and be like, yep, of course. <laughs> So how is a session? Do they give you your, their birth date and time and time zone and you then get back to them with their chart after the fact, or what does a session look like? Yeah. So if you schedule a session with me, it's all, so when you go to schedule, it's all automated. So there's a form when you choose your time, a form pops up, you fill it out with all of your information. And then I immediately get that. And then, um, so I have your chart. I look at it before our call. So it is a, it's a little bit over an hour call, like an hour and 20 minutes. And we get on and we I pull up your chart and we look at it together. And then yeah. I also do a couple pages of notes that you get to have at the end. So I just go through your type, your strategy, your authority, your profile, your incarnation cross, your centers, all of that stuff. And so that you have that, you know, cause it's going to be a lot. The first yeah, it sounds like a lot of information and it's brand new to you. It's yeah. hard to know where to start. And so then once we go through that, you know, we really narrow it down to a couple of things that you can really implement right away, yeah. you know, based on where you are in the process. If this is very new, like getting to understand your type, whether you're a manifester generator or manifesting generator, that's actually the same category and then projector or reflector, knowing that is really important. And then knowing your strategy is really important, whether you're here to respond or wait for the invitation or to inform. Um, so that you, you know, those are things that you can feel and implement immediately as soon as you're right. aware. Right. Um, that's how you, how you make decisions. So to me, that's, that's really, and I think the defined and undefined centers is also really, really important. I would like to know that too. So, so once someone submits a form, what's the turnaround time for an appointment? What they schedule doing? an appointment immediately. So they choose their time right away, right when they fill out the form. So okay, there's a great. that pops up. So you'll know, you'll know when your time is before you're done. Okay. Setting it. Yeah. You choose your time from the calendar and then I get the form and then we just meet at that time. And I do all of your notes and get it ready and just really spend some time with your chart ahead of time. And really what's calling out to me, there's always something. It's so strange. When I get on a call with somebody, I always say, I already know you. Like, I feel like we've been best friends for 10 years. Right. You know so much about them already. <laughs> it just, I can like, as soon as I see them, I just already, I'm like, I was, that's exactly what I was feeling. I yeah. love it. But listen, our time is getting short and I don't want to stop talking, but I, I we, we must. It's just the way it is. Um, but before we, I let you go, I want to ask you three questions that I ask everyone um, on the podcast at the very end. Um, and here's number one. Are you ready for them? I am absolutely ready. Okay. When you are at your most peaceful, what is it that you're doing? Oh my gosh. Walking in the woods. Oh, love it. Perfect. How about this one? Can you suggest a book for people if it was like a life-changing book for you? Um, one you would recommend? Yes. The Alchemist. <gasps> I love it. It's one of my favorites. Okay. Love it and, so much. It's so good. And um, if money was no object, what would you be doing? Oh my gosh. My husband and I were just having this, this conversation the other day. I would be doing exactly what I'm doing. 
I love that. I love it when my guests answer that way. I also love it when my guests say living on the beach, <laughs> like traveling. I'm like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't, I said to my husband, I'm like, if someone dropped a billion dollars on me today, I would wake up tomorrow and do exactly what yeah. I did today. I mean, but it I do have in their defense, they do say exactly what I'm doing now, but in a warmer climate, like they'd say things okay. like that. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's what I would be doing too. Big, huge retreat center somewhere on the beach. Oh, uh, that's beautiful. Right. Just help people all day, all night in a beautiful location. Yes. Well, it's been so great to talk to you. I may book soon with you. I have to look and see what, what I have for availability, but I, and I need to make sure I know my birth time. I think I yeah, do, but I have to go important. find it. Yeah. I have to find it. Um, but is there anything else you want to share before we go? That's amazing. I just, I want people to know that, you know, this is really about self-awareness to me. That's the most important thing. And I think there's so many tools to self-awareness. And this is one that for me just has really spoken to me. And I I love sharing it with people and I love that I get to do that and that it found me. Yeah, exactly. Now it found me and I'm really intrigued. All right. So remember everyone, if you want to hire Missy, you can um, go right to her website, tasteofsimple.com. And if you dig around there, you might find some cool recipes. will. All right. Thank you, everyone. I'll be back in just a moment. Missy, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. And here I am. I am back, just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.